This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. Greetings, gentle listeners of this podcast. Thank you for lending us your ear hole for the next few minutes as we hit the road this week. Uh, Oh, sorry. You're listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. And this week, we're going to hit the road, actually, for a This Week in Brattleboro History field trip. Visit our friends up on the hill for a story of love and discovery at the annual Midsummer's Marlboro Music Festival. Uh, the 2016 festival begins in earnest in a few short days, but for this podcast, Historical Society trustee Joe Rivers dials back the chronometer 44 years. So stay tuned for that. Before we get to that, let me just uh, do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we try not to do this too much, but... Uh, in this case, we're going to make one of those rare exceptions. If you like this podcast, please consider, if you would, writing a review over at uh, iTunes. The, the So feedback is always helpful to us, and the reviews actually make podcasts like this easier for fans of history to discover. Well, and, you know, indeed, what was once known as serendipity, that sort of magical discovery of something you've never heard of, uh, but now cannot imagine living without the loss of discovery that that can happen as you know as you walk through the stacks, and that doesn't happen so much anymore because we don't really browse; we sort of know what we're looking for all the time. So now serendipity is something that we game with uh, search engine optimization, which is which is okay. It's okay to find what you want. Um, it's not as romantic as this blind luck, but uh, it's much more efficacious. So if you like this podcast, please do consider scribbling a good word about us with the folks at iTunes. And if you don't like this podcast, perhaps it's time to step away from the computer and uh, make a sandwich or something, you know. Uh, might I suggest, oh, oh my friend, okay, it's, it's, it's summer, it's hot. My friend Adam Kelly makes the best summer sandwich. Lettuce, tomato, cucumber, avocado, a thick slice of your favorite, a sharp cheddar, maybe cabot. Maybe Grafton, your call. Uh, a couple of thicker slices of just your carb-heavy bread, you know, whatever you're into. While you're eating that, uh, discontinue thinking about this podcast and just kind of let it slide. But anyway, so, so uh, w- with much ado, dispense with, oh, before that. Um, but even if you don't like this podcast, go check out the Marlboro Music Festival uh, that starts up uh, in a couple weeks. And uh, you can get more information about them over at marlboromusic.org. And now we have trusty Joe Rivers' tale of love on the hill involving cellos as all great love stories do. Take it away, Joe. It was 44 years ago this week that world-famous cellist and conductor, 95-year-old Pablo Casals, met 16-year-old child prodigy Yo-Yo Ma at the Marlboro Music Festival up the hill from here in Marlboro, Vermont. 
both were accomplished cellists at opposite ends of their careers. The Marlboro Music Festival was founded by pianist Rudolf Serkin in 1951 and continues today. According to classicalnotes.net, the festival gathers dozens of master musicians, young and old, into a Vermont summer environment that serves both to rejuvenate the established masters and to foster growth in the rising newcomers. World-renowned Pablo Casals attended the Marlboro Festival from 1960 to 1973 and was attracted by the selfless approach of all the participants. Casals called it unique among the world's music schools, where status dissolves in a sincere and overwhelming desire to share and learn. He also appreciated the nexus of nature and music that annually refreshed his spirit in his later years. Forty-four years ago, young disillusioned child prodigy Yo-Yo Ma came to Marlboro in hopes of finding his way. He had done the child prodigy thing, performed in front of presidents by the age of seven, was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson when he was nine, and had dropped out of Columbia University at 16. In 1972, he was a 16-year-old looking to rejuvenate himself and decide what he wanted to do with the rest of his life. Yo-Yo Ma attended the Marlboro Music School and Festival and had this to say about his first summer in Vermont. I spent a summer working with Pablo Casals. That's when I knew for sure that music was what I wanted to do. He said of Casals, I'll never forget the way his mind and body would radiate vitality the moment he raised his baton. That was inspiration for a lifetime. In 1972, Yo-Yo Ma also met his future wife, Joe Horner. She was a sophomore at Mount Holyoke College and was working for the summer in the festival office. By the end of that summer, Ma felt he was in love and stayed in contact with Jill as they both headed off to college in the fall. Jill went back to Holyoke and Ma enrolled at Harvard. Yo-Yo Ma continued to attend the Marlboro Music School and Festival for the next three summers and eventually married Joe Horner in 1978. As we slip into another sultry July, it may be wise to remind ourselves of all the natural beauty that surrounds us and inspires gifted musicians to come back year after year to the Marlboro Music School and Festival. Let's listen to a little of the musicians of Marlboro as they play Schubert's Cello Quintet in C major. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.